1: Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host,
2: Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so grateful for you listening in. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I just came back, well, not back, but I'm in Seattle, beautiful, beautiful Seattle, in this most amazing hotel. It's called Edgewater Hotel, and it is literally right on the edge of the water. Uh, In fact, I just found out today that back in, I'm not sure what year, many years ago, the Beatles actually fished out of the window of one of the rooms, and there's a picture of them doing so. So how does it get any cooler than that? I did a Facebook Live of the room, and one of One of you guys uh, suggested that I take a little dive in and well, no, (laughs) I do like me some water and I certainly like swimming, but I'm no, (laughs) I think that would be very cold amongst other things, but it is very beautiful to look at. So, um, so I just came here from Denver. I was at the advanced body process class with Gary Douglas, the founder of access, which of course these radio shows are using the tools and processes from Oh my gosh, you know, to say life-changing would be understating what really occurred at that class for me. There is so much, like so, so much to share, and I'm actually doing a little, well, it's not a series, I guess it's a call, it's called Valuing You. Gary and I had a few different conversations during class uh, over the three days, and he literally blew my entire reality up in, in a way that I'm so grateful for. And it was all around valuing me and, and how I wasn't. <laughs> and you know, it's so interesting because how it kind of all came out in a sense, like it wasn't like I went up to the microphone and asked about valuing me. It, 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 I mean, this sounds so funny, but he's mispronounced my name for ever since I met him. And this was the first class that I ever corrected him. And what that led us into was, again, beyond, beyond, beyond words. So if you would like to join us for that uh, call, again, it's called The Valuing You. It may not be, depending like if you listen to this right as soon as it comes out, you, it may not be uh, up just yet, but um, you can contact me and I can let you know when, when the link is available. Yeah, because, <laughs> wow, I'm just so blown away with with the information and what's even changed in these cu- only couple of days since I've changed things. So anyway, huh, let's talk about today's radio show, which is three surprising reasons that you don't have the money you would like. And, oh gosh, you know, this stuff is just so... It's so, I just so get it now uh, compared to years ago when I did all of these things. And there's probably times that I still do some of them, but um, it's just so much freedom by changing it. So I will start. Number one, the number one reason, actually I wouldn't say number one, but like one of the reasons (laughs) that you may not have the money that you would like is that you're making money significant. You're making money the reason that you can choose something or you can't choose something. You're making money the source instead of acknowledging that you are the source. Yeah. So everything that brings up, we a store and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys and beyonds. And... It really is, you guys, and I did this for so long, like so, so long, where I would choose something based on the money that I had, or I wouldn't choose it based on the money I didn't have, not fully acknowledging or even recognizing that I'm actually the source of that. So if there's something that I would like, that I can actually choose it and create the money or receive the money or actualize the money for it, by actually choosing it. <laughs> I know, like, it's a bit of a mind fuck. I totally get that. and And yet it really isn't. Like, it makes so much sense to me now. At the time, it made no sense whatsoever. But now it's just so brilliant. Because what if we just got to choose? Like, what if we didn't look at circumstances or situations? And what if instead we chose? Now... By saying that, I do not mean choose like using a credit card, like going, hey, you know what? I'm just going to choose it and put it on this credit card because that's not what I mean at all. And that might be something that that works and and through question that may be what's light. And (laughs) that's not, your credit card is not your source either. So anywhere that you've made your credit card the source of your money, oh, to start and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness, right? Wrong good battle, nine, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, again, that's not wrong. Like, if that were to be something that you chose and it was light to do so, that's totally different. But I know that was the other thing that I did. And if you've listened to my money shows before, you have heard me talk about this. I just chose using the credit card. And so then ended up having a lot of credit card debt. I think the most I ever had at once was like fifteen thousand dollars, and and that was a huge amount because back then I was probably only making thirty thousand a year. You know, so to have half of my income in debt and and absolutely like maybe a hundred or two hundred additional dollars a month to put onto it. I mean, there was just no no hope in sight to change it. And then what I found was over the years or yeah, most actually over years I would pay it off and then I would create more and then I'd pay it off and then I'd create more. And what and I actually did a whole radio show about uh, I think are you are you ready to end the drama with money? Cuz when I finally had that awareness, when I finally realized that that's what I was doing, I freaking changed it because it was so stupid. And it kind of goes back to the whole idea if you're ever bored. And most of us don't even recognize when we're bored. Like, yeah, we might be, you know, sitting on the couch and flicking through channels and go, oh man, I'm bored. But there's so many other ways to be bored. You could be having a million things on your to-do list. You could be going 110 miles an hour but be bored as hell, yeah. So, anywhere that you haven't been willing to acknowledge when you're bored and change it, will you destroy it and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good battle, nine, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And you know, I used to make myself so wrong because I would actually want to do two or three or 10 things at the same time. So maybe I was on the phone and I was also jotting down some notes about a new creation. And I was also, uh, you know, figuring out the monthly expense for this thing or, you know, doing all of these different things. And, I would actually think I wasn't willing to be present and I wasn't, you know, honoring the person I was on the phone with and like, uh, you know, all of these ridiculous judgments. But it's actually one of the ways that I don't I'm not bored, because if you tell me to focus on just one thing, it's it's not enough in in that sense. And and sometimes it is. And sometimes it isn't. So it really depends. You just want to acknowledge that for yourself. And if you are bored, (laughs) ask, what can I add to my life to change this? Because that will do so much more for you than trying to judge yourself or not trying, but judging yourself or making yourself wrong or trying to do just one thing. Like Ask what you can add to your life to change it so that you're not bored because yeah, (laughs) boredom is not good for anybody ever. And, uh, and so when we look at going back to, to not being willing to be the source, you know, look at that in your life. Like, you know, people often will say, well, no, I'm not the source of my money. My employer is, or my job is, or my business clients are, or whatever. And it's like, it's actually not true because when, you know, if you think of when you've changed jobs or, you know, maybe your husband or your wife is the one who brings in the money, uh, you know, the physical money. And so then you're going, well, no, they're the source of the money, but they're not. And, and neither is the job or anything. You are actually, cause you're the one, no matter where you go, no matter how you're actualizing money into your life, you are actually the source, even if it's on social services. Even if it's through a parent, even if it's through a spouse, it doesn't matter. You are the source of it. And as soon as you acknowledge that, then you can actually receive way more. Because then you're actually empowering you, which is really the whole energy behind Access Consciousness is empowering you to know that you know So you being, you acknowledging, you actually, you perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving you as the source of your money, pardon me, that suddenly gives you infinite choice. Yeah, so what energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to perceive, know, be, and receive you as the source for everything in your life, for all eternity? anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic will you destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good bad all nine pop, pop shorts boys and beyonds now a lot of times we don't want to acknowledge that because we can't play the victim if we do which is a really funny thought it's like i'm not going to acknowledge how powerful i am because then i can't pretend i'm pathetic <laughs> Thank goodness we're cute, right? So everywhere you've been playing pathetic, (laughs) just to distract yourself from how potent you really are, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then it's looking at, you know, things that you would like to choose. And not necessarily... Again, choosing them from, well, definitely not choosing them from force, but choosing them from awareness. Like, um, truth, what would the planet be like in five years if I choose this? Truth, what will the planet be like in five years if I don't choose this? And then it's just like, okay, cool. So let's say it's light to choose it. Let's say it's a class you'd like to go to and it's it's light to choose it. Okay, so what can I be and do different today to create that right away? And not create the money for it right away, but create it right away. Because we actually really limit what's possible when we start asking for the money for things, because we're actually asking for a conclusion. We are assuming that the only way to take that class is to pay for it. And what if there's a billion other ways? Like, I mean, you could host it, you could uh, ask to sell the books at it, you could, I mean, there's so many different things you could do that if you stay out of the conclusion and you're just open to any possibility, which might include you paying for it and might not, then how much more ease with creation could you actually be? Ooh, so everywhere that you haven't been willing to be the ease of creation that you truly be, will you destroy and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpoc shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what if everything that you would like, everything you've ever dreamed of, everything you've ever asked for, you actually have an ease with creating it that if you would stop telling yourself you didn't, you could actually actualize those things right now. Yeah. Now, when I say right now, it may not be physically right now, because there is still, to me, a timing. Now, <sighs> I say that with a little bit of a hesitation, because I don't want to you know, say that, oh, well, the you know, that we just have to wait, it's just not time yet. A lot of times, when we say that, we're actually doing it from a defense energy, and it's we're actually pushing away our creation, so it's not from that energy, but there is sometimes a timing. And if you listen to my last week's show uh, about making mistakes. And I suggest that you do, if you're, if you're looking at actualizing and creating and, and receiving more, I talk a lot on that show about kind of pushing things away that we're asking for. And, and if, we, if we allow the timing while taking action, <laughs> while demanding of us, while acknowledging we're the source, it creates a whole different reality and that ease of creation that we didn't even know was possible. And it's all of those factors and and probably even many more than than I just mentioned, but so much of it is just this space of possibilities and asking and receiving and, and demanding of ourselves and asking and, you know, like just, there's just a flow of energy with it, all the while acknowledging we are the source. So if we ask, and don't receive something that we've decided we would like or that the the energy was light for let's say we 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 do ever we take action and we're you know towards that class and it doesn't actually get created we're the source of that too and it's not about going oh well what you know what's wrong with me how did I mess that up because it could be You know, if we go to the the access question of what's right about this I'm not getting, it's a totally different energy and opens up so many more possibilities that we might not, from kind of a conclusionary sense, been able to see before. It was interesting, when I was in the the body class, I got an email from my travel agent and she had said that my flight uh, in March, uh, I'm going to the certified facilitator class in Rome, and she said, My flight home had been canceled, <laughs> and so we just needed to reroute. And what's really funny is that, um, you know, often, probably 99% of the time, hubby and I travel together. And in March, it just so happens, at the very end of March, he's going to Brazil on a geocaching adventure. He's very excited. And as I was looking at dates just a couple of weeks ago, found out that. The day that I arrive home, he actually flies out the next day, so we have kind of one night together. So when I got her email, she was giving me options for flying, you know, the, a day later, and it was like, no, like that, no, I, I would like one night with hubby before he goes off for a week, and what else is possible here? And what we found was a different route. And I actually get in at 6 p.m. instead of 10:30 p.m. So we actually have a little bit more time together, uh, awake time together, than previously. And I mean, how cool is that? Like, what's what, what I could have went into conclusion of, oh, stupid airlines, and how dare they, and don't they know how much I paid for that ticket, and like, all of the crazy, instead of like, wow, cool, hubby and I get to have more time together. Thanks, universe, sh- for, for showing me another possibility. So everything that brings up, everywhere that you've shut down possibilities instead of opened up to them, or been willing to receive them, we just destroy and uncreate it all and return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And we're going to head to break here, but I want to finish this segment with this clearing. What energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to perceive, know, be, and receive you as the source for you for everything for all eternity? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic we destroy and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Your world. Motivate, change,
1: succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
3: Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day?
4: Did you know that Glenys travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does.
2: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
1: You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host Glennis Hughes. To find out more about Glennis and our program, please visit www.glennis.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities.
2: Welcome back everybody. So we are talking about the three surprising reasons you don't have the money you would like and number one was that you were maybe making it the source and maybe all three of these won't fit for you so do know I'm saying you but that may not actually be true for you so you can get a sense for you if if one or two or all three of these are actually true for you or not Uh, don't try to make things fit that don't fit otherwise it's really just another form of judgment of the beautiful you so here we are in the second part and i must update you we have went from kind of a cloudy overcast View to an absolutely blue sky, white clouds, sunshiny day outside in Seattle. So, when I am done recording this, I am going to head down to Pike Market and do whatever people do at Pike Market. I've actually been there before, um, but it's been a long time, and I just like to go snoop around and see what I can find, hubby, and you know, maybe there'll be even a treat for my kitty cats, but that's pretty rare. although it'd be really fun if I could get them t-shirts they're like my mom went to Seattle and all I got was this crummy t-shirt um, anyway <laughs> so re- surprising reason number two uh, that you don't have the money that you would like is you're not willing to be judged yep I know it is for some reason something that we have bought the lie that it is the most horrific thing in the world to be judged and you know oh my gosh it's such a lie like and uh, i lived it for so long and you know what there's still times there's still times that i allow judgment to uh for me to to make it real and I wonder what it would be like to never choose that again. I wonder how cool life would be just to have that freedom. And I have come so far. The amount of judgment I'm willing to receive now is huge compared to what I used to be willing to receive, which was pretty much nothing. You know, if I had the sense that something I said or did or didn't say or didn't do was going to... Uh, kind of have anybody judge me for any of it, I wouldn't have chose it, which meant I was filtering myself a lot. I was, uh, there was just so much crazy to it. And really, when you look at judgment, and and this is how I had to get through it in my own head, is no matter what, the judgment has nothing to do with the person being judged it has to do with the person doing the judgment. And what I would look at was the times when I was judging people. Because when I was judging people, it wasn't because of what they were doing or being or saying. It was because of something in my world in response to something they were doing or being or saying. You know, and I often use the example of if you're If you're having a really shitty money day, like you got a really big tax bill and not enough money in the bank to cover it, and then your best friend in the whole world comes over for a visit to share how excited she is because she got a huge tax refund, yeah, you're gonna judge. Well, I shouldn't say you're going to, but most people will go straight to judgment not because the friend got the money, but because of where they're at with the money, because of the money crazy they're going through. So if we start to recognize that, then guess what? You become where the minute you perceive it, you're just like, oh wow, that's where they're operating. So if somebody says, you know what, you're being too loud, you need to settle down, you're being disruptive, what's really going on in their world? Yeah. There's something, you know, you're poking them in the eye with your whatever, like let's say you're laughing a lot or you're being extra noisy, having fun with friends or something. You're just poking them in the eye with what's possible and they don't want to know what's possible in that moment. We've all been in a moment where we didn't know there, want to know there was another possibility. Some people live there all the time. I know it's crazy to think about and it's true. Some people live in that space constantly they never ever ever want to know there's something else possible they want to live in a world where everything is shit including everything and everyone around them <laughs> oh my god everything that brings up please is just destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good bad nine. But rock shorts boys and beyonds and it's not that we make them wrong for it because that's just the same energy we just be in allowance but we also don't change us for them so yeah, they may not like the noise and it's up to them to get up and go. It's not your job to make them comfortable. It's not your job to uh, make sure that you don't poke them in the eye. It's your job to be aware. And I mean, I don't know if job's the right word, but yes, definitely be aware of what's going on and still choose what works for you. Yeah, so everywhere that you haven't been willing to choose what works for you? Will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. And so for me, once I really got a sense of what the judgment was and the willingness to at least be aware of that, that it really had nothing to do with me, then in some situations, it was a little bit fun to, increase it you know uh, provoke it um receive more of it and again not all situations but some of them um i was recently on an airplane a very small airplane and <laughs> i mean it's a little bit funny now At the time it was it, it was a great way for me to lower my barriers and it was two seats uh on each side and normally and and i mean i actually was in the the plus section as they call it which is kind of like yeah i'm gonna say first class but nowhere near first class but you know kind of the best seats you could have on the airplane (laughs) but they're not they're the exact same as the back of the plane it was a really um interesting choice on my part i i didn't obviously, or or maybe I was being aware, but what I kind of thought I was walking into was not what I was walking into. And so then sitting beside this guy, and I was very aware of how uncomfortable he was sitting beside me. So I'm bigger, and so in a tiny little seat, and he's, you know, and so we're a little bit squished in there, and, oh, you know, I was, the how I became aware of his... Um, judgments of me and my size was that I started judging me and my size. And I was like, hmm, okay, this is interesting. I don't normally do this anymore. I used to live there all the time, believe me. And, but, and it was really like, it it was, it was, it was big. It was, uh, there was a lot and then I realized, oh, is, are these thoughts mine? And it was no. And so I'm like, okay, so are they his? And it was yes. And you could kind of tell too in the way he was kind of acting and moving and stuff. And, and so I thought, okay, now I can make myself wrong. I can join him and make myself wrong and have a really horrible, I would think it was like an hour flight um, or maybe a little bit more than that. Or I can just be with it and be an allowance of his uncomfortableness with it. And it was interesting because the more that I was willing to be with it, it didn't change his energy about it, but it changed my energy in response to his energy, if that even makes sense. It was such a different space. And even the fact that I can share this on my radio show is huge because that is something that I would have been horrified about and embarrassed and, you know, and really, it's it's not anything to be horrified or embarrassed about. And his discomfort with it doesn't actually mean anything about me, which is a really interesting place to get to with it. And it was just a really interesting kind of progression of You know, first starting out really judgmental of me, or thinking I was being judgmental of me, to recognizing I was just aware of his judgments, and and possibly other people's on the airplane or any other airplane. I mean, how many people have that point of view or get upset about that? To then kind of getting to okay, cool. Well, this is what is for the next hour. There's no place on the plane I could move to, and it's not actually me that's uncomfortable it's him so he could you know he could go somewhere else he could have spent the flight in the bathroom Um, and I mean I don't mean I was like you know half on him by any means like it was just I was just aware of his discomfort and just recognizing that was just his judgment and it meant actually nothing about me nothing about me was his stuff about the whole situation and when we can get to that place and then just be with it and have allowance for them in their judgment, then it creates a different space, in this case, for me. I don't think, I don't know whatever it did for him, I, I don't know. But for me, it created that different space, which then, how much more was I willing to receive from the flight? Totally. So everything that brings up for you, we just destroy and uncreate it all, return to center with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, popock, shorts, boys and beyonds, and anywhere you've made yourself wrong for making somebody else uncomfortable, whether it was your body, whether it was your uh, your voice, your your height, your I mean, there's so many things that we're made wrong for, or that we've made other people wrong for, when it's not, you know, and and it's so interesting. And there's so many people that I see in different classes, whether they're in my classes, or I'm taking a class with them, and they, you know, talk about this horrific part of them. And, and I just sit there in kind of astonishment going, man, that to me is your greatest quality. You know, for a lot of in a lot of classes, it's like women who are tall you know, they feel so embarrassed because, you know, like six or over six feet or even probably five nine five ten, And that's like somewhere along the way, we've said women should be shorter than men or something. Like it's ridiculous. And of course I'm five foot fuck all. So when I see a six foot woman, I am like, whoa, like that's gorgeous. And then put some heels on that woman, like son of a bitch, that's a rock star right there. And, you know, and then they're up at the microphone going, this is the worst thing in the world. I just want to shrink. And <laughs> and it's so funny that we do that. And, and it's not ours. You know, whatever we think of ours from that judgment, it's not. We're just aware of it on the planet. It's the same thing with money. You know, how many people would you poke in the eye if you suddenly became a multimillionaire? Right? How many people would make you the problem? How many people would separate from you? How many people would actually, you know, attempt to abuse you or to take from you? Like, there's such a big energy around that. And most people don't even look at it. And they just, you know, they keep going, oh, I'd like to be a millionaire. I'd like to have more money. But if you don't acknowledge and clear whatever that is kind of around creating it from that space... Like, look at what's the worst thing that could happen. If you suddenly became a multimillionaire overnight, who or what would you lose? <sighs> Everything that is, way to start, and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, nine, pot, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And how much would you be willing to say no and. Like, you know, from the, from the place of there'd be some people who would separate from you and run the other way. And there would be some people who would run towards you because you would become then their source. They would make you their source for the money, you know, and are you willing to say no, which is another judgment, right? Or not saying no isn't a judgment, but if so, if you say no to somebody, the potential to be judged is huge. So are you willing for that? Because if you're not willing for the judgment like that, then again, you're likely not going to create it. So, everywhere that you aren't generating, creating, actualizing, and receiving the wealth that you could, because you don't want to say no to people and get judged for it, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pipoc shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that really is such, I mean, all judgment is something that we have to be willing to receive. If you would like more money or more, really just generally more, would you like more laughter? Would you like more yummy sex? Would you like more fun? Would you like more money? Would you like more business? Would you like more uh, whatever? Receiving the judgment about it, you have to be willing because otherwise, you're only going to create to the degree that you're willing to be judged for. So if you're only willing to be judged for having uh, an average life, then that's what you'll actually create. If you're willing to be judged for having a fucking awesome life, then that's what you'll create. And it's looking at that for you. Like, what, what's your stop point? What aren't you willing to be judged for? Maybe you're willing to be judged as a greedy bitch who has more money than she knows what to do with, but you're not willing to be judged for unco- to be unkind. That's something you want to look at because then people could use that. They might not be able to go, okay, well, you know, she's greedy. That's not going to work. But if I say, wow, you know, if you were kinder, you'd really give me money, <laughs> and then you know, then then they can use that now. Most people don't actually know cognitively what you're not willing to be judged for, but energetically we're aware of it. And then that's how we can get manipulated. Now manipulation is in no way wrong. Manipulation is a brilliant tool that we can all use to create more on the planet. You can also use it to create less on the planet too, of course, Uh, but you can actually also use it to create more on the planet. So If you start willing to be aware of what people's uh, refusal of judgments are, then you can actually use those to create more. And, And it's just the awareness of it. But if you look at what aren't you willing to be judged for, and then start clearing that and start being aware of that so that you can clear it and then you can go beyond it and then you can acknowledge when you do receive it because that's really fun too is that wow going my goodness you know and for myself like there there this really was one of well last year I guess too but in the last couple years I've actually been willing to go up to the microphone at classes but before that I mean my gosh (laughs) It's it's extremely rare. And part of that was that, was the, the judgment of it. Like, because you don't know what's going to come up. And I mean, in the conversations with Gary that I had at the Advanced Body, I never in a million years would have guessed that what I asked about went where we went. And so it's the willingness to receive the people in the room going, "Oh my gosh, you know, Gladys is really messed up or what what a what a joke she is" or whatever somebody might say, right? Cuz it's it's always that energy of like even if nobody ever said it. If you have that energy of, it would be the worst thing in the world if somebody said that I was a loser, then any time you even get the sense that somebody could judge you for being a loser, you won't take action, you won't do that. And so it's like, you know, so for me the other night, when, when I got to the hotel here in Seattle, I was so celebrating me and my willingness to go to the microphone, my willingness to be judged, my willingness to have the conversation go where it actually was going to create more, even though I had no clue, <laughs> no clue that we were going to be talking about what we talked about. So, yeah. So really, when we look at you know, the willingness to be judged. That's what it is. Just be willing to be judged. Make it nothing about you because it's not. Drop the barriers and receive it. Don't make it real. (laughs) Now, on that note, we've got to go to break and we'll be right back.
1: It's your world motivate change succeed voice america empowerment.com
3: close your eyes imagine being free of everything that limits you what would it feel like to live from this space every day
4: Did you know that Glenys travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glynise.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glynise.net
2: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America
1: Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenys and our program, please visit www.glenys.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities
2: welcome back everybody so let's talk about some of the places that i'm gonna be on the planet here very soon Uh, so of course depending on when you're listening to this starting february 24th i will be in victoria bc i'm gonna take the clipper over tomorrow i'm very excited it's a ferry that runs from seattle to victoria then off to home. <laughs> and on March 8th in Lloydminster, Alberta, bars and March 9th is Foundation. How does it get any better than that? Then off to Park City, Utah on April 29th, creating more money and more abundance with ease, which is uh, just a later afternoon class that we're going to have. So excited about that. i also be there earlier in the week at the Ignite conference so that is going to be so phenomenal contact me if you want more information it's really for entrepreneurs so very excited about that and being one of the the guest speakers there then may 10th sweet tanya and i are going to co-facilitate bars in edmonton and then on the 11th i will facilitate foundation then off to denver and i finally got to meet my two sweet hosts in person well when i was in denver so the three of us are going to facilitate bars on May 24th, and I will facilitate the foundation starting May 25th in Denver. Then off to Las Vegas, Nevada, June 1st for foundation, and then Swift Current, Saskatchewan, uh, June 8th for foundation. How does it get any better than that? And as I said, I will have this valuing, uh, valuing you class online, uh, all about uh, Gary and I's conversation and how to shift and change it if you you happen to have the same limitations that I had around it and uh, yeah I'm excited about that. Again depending on when you listen to this that information not be available but just message me if you don't see it around and I'll get you the link. So we are talking about the three surprising reasons you don't have the money you would like. We've talked about one being where you're making it significant and making money the source. Two being not willing to be judged for it. And three is not willing to be the generosity of spirit that you truly be. Yeah, and you know, this is something that we talk about in Access quite a bit, actually, and I would have to say probably only have I really got it in the last year, maybe a little bit more, but but really, and, and I know there's so much more for me to really perceive, know, be, and receive about it, and it's described and this is actually from the choice of possibilities uh manual and i cannot say this enough you guys if you haven't taken a bars class or a foundation class or a choice of possibilities class Get your butt to them. <laughs> Please get your butt to them. Because honestly, this stuff, I know a lot of times we do this thing of, well, you know what? I can get all the information off the radio shows or the free podcasts or the free webinars and I don't really need any more. And, and, and maybe that's true for you. I don't know. But really check in if it is. Because what you can receive in a class compared to just hearing about different things um, is a world of difference. And just get your butt to one, <laughs> just get your butt to one. I actually had somebody message me not, not that long ago. And they were just saying to me, um, thank you so much for, and I, I, I can't remember there was a show that I kept saying it over and over on. And, and he just said, thank you so much for that. Cause I finally got my butt to one and I get what you're talking about now. So please get your butt to one, um, and I, yeah, anyway, so generosity of spirit is being glad and grateful for somebody else receiving something. Yeah, and I mean, that that's one little piece of it. And it's such a big piece because most of us are not brought up that way. Most of us are brought up in the energy of competition and fairness. And fairness is something that was so real in my world. Like growing up, it always had to be fair. I like in terms of say jobs between my sisters and I, like it had to be fair. I had to make sure it was fair. Like what they got was fair. Uh, and then I had two sisters. So I have two older sisters and we're all like kind of two years apart. And then there was nine years between me and the next one. Uh, and then one year between her and the other, the last sister. So there's quite gap there. And what I really hung on to growing up was, like, especially after I was nine, when they came along was, it wasn't fair. You know, they got more attention, they got more presence, they got more everything. And I mean, did they really? Probably not. But in my world, they sure did. And so it just became this obsession with fairness. And really, when I look at that now, it was ensuring that I didn't receive everything I could. Now, of course, I'm—you know—that was what I chose. I'm not upset with myself or anything. I recognize where I was operating from and how much mimicking I was doing. And I'm willing to look at it as that now or to really be with what it was so that I don't replicate it now. Because then, you know, even beyond then when I moved out from home, then it continued. Well, then this coworker or this other business person or this and just like ridiculousness instead of like celebrating when somebody actually creates something celebrating with them, like true generosity of spirit is going, wow, look at that. What an amazing creation. Like, how does it get any better than that? Congratulations to you. And then you can also be doing, I wonder what it would be like to create something like that for me. Like, I wonder what that would be like. And not from the place of it has to be the same thing they created. And that's why I like to say something like that for me. Because when I'm asking that, I'm actually asking something like that in terms of how much it lit that person up to create it. Like, that's what I'd like, is that lit up, (laughs) not what they created. Because often we don't actually have the same desires for creation, but what really gets us going is the way they're lit up with their creation. And then when you have generosity of spirit, there's a whole different energy because you know, when you're, say you're even tipping somebody, I mean, again, we were at the, at the body class, and we tended every night just to stay in kind of the bar restaurant part, and so I'm not even sure how many nights that was. Five, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter. There were a number of nights that we were there, and every night that I paid, I tipped, but on my last night, I actually also, along with tipping on my bill, I went up to the guy who who served us the most and gave him like just cash and thanked him so much. And that's something that I honestly never, even probably three years ago, would have considered. Like it wouldn't have even crossed my mind to do that. And now I'm very aware of when I can when I can actually do that and create more. I'm actually also aware of when I could do that and not create more. It's funny, but some people actually aren't willing to receive it, and and I'm willing to be aware of that. And sometimes I'm willing to push it, <laughs> and sometimes I'm not. It just depends. And so sometimes I am. If I say I'm not going to see the them ever again, then I probably will push it, um, just for. I don't know, myself maybe, uh, just, to, just to be the generosity of spirit that I truly be. But you do want to be aware because if, you're, if you go to some place often and they're not willing to receive, let's say, a, you know, a $50 tip and you give them one, it's possible when you go in there from now on, they won't actually serve you. And it sounds bizarre, I know, but if people aren't willing to receive what you gift, then they'll find a way to separate from you. So you do want to be aware of it if it's places that you frequent. I was aware how much this guy could receive, um, and and it was just so cool because the the light up in his world was phenomenal compared to the amount of money like what it, I'm gonna put in kind of air quotes, what it cost me to gift him that money, like the actual dollar amount was nothing compared to what I received in his, in his excitement, in his light up, in his gratitude back to me. And, you know, it's possible that my, the class, I've got a class coming up there in Denver, it's possible that we'll have it at that hotel. Now, I mean, I didn't even think of that at the time. It wasn't until he said, "Will I see you again, that I went, oh, you know what, we might be here in May, I'm not sure. Um, But if we do go back in May, pretty much guaranteed to have the best service ever. And again, I didn't do it for that because I didn't even realize it. But there's also that too, you know? And there was a show uh, what's money really for? Uh, I think two years ago, in October, maybe 2015, October 2015, possibly, where I, I did kind of the same thing. It, it was a class that I was facilitating, and there was a gal that I gifted her some money. And I mean, my goodness, what she gifted me back, and her receiving out of I have a little sound uh, cloud clip that's just phenomenal in terms of the whole gifting and receiving. And that's, that's generosity of spirit. That's not looking at, but if I give them $500, I'm out $500. That's conclusion and that's this reality. Generosity of spirit is what's, what's going to change their world here? What's going to create more? And knowing that you are the source of your money. So if you're going to gift somebody $500, you're going to create it again. (laughs) You're not out $500. You're actually gifted so much again, if they can receive it, it's a whole different energy. And so then it's like looking at, you know, to, to to be the generosity of spirit that you truly be. I mean, that's natural that for us not to be it, we actually have to work. We have to expend energy. We have to slow ourselves down. It's natural for us to be the generosity of spirit that we truly be. And it doesn't have to be just with money either, guys. Like, you know, I mean, the show is about money, but you can be being your generosity of spirit in many different ways. Uh, And look at if you're not comfortable with it with money. You know, how much are you willing to say, you know, next time you go out to a restaurant, how much are you willing to gift as a tip? A lot of times we do it from the conclusion of, you know, okay, 10%, 15%, 20%. um, You know, there's lots of kind of stipulations on it. And I was actually, when I was in Florida in November, uh, my sweet host there, Amy, she also does um, serving tables and stuff like that. And I, had, I was just questioning her about it because in, in the U.S. Um, specifically, and, and probably many other places too, possibly even Canada, you know, I don't really know for sure, um, but they don't really pay their waitstaff, uh, I think their minimum wage or something like that. I think that's probably the same in Canada too. So they pay them a very, very small amount. So they do live off of their, their tips. And I was just curious as to kind of what's what what do wait staff usually like to receive? I mean, of course, they probably would like to receive thousands of dollars off of each check, and you know, kind of what is what is that? And and she said 20%. Um, and that also, if you don't put it like, let's say you're paying for your meal with your credit card to actually pay it in cash. Because otherwise they have to wait for it to be processed and and it, you know the the time before they actually receive the tip and how much is actually taken off of the tip um, compared to to receiving it in cash and so sometimes I'm aware of that sometimes i it's just easy to put on the on the uh, credit card also and like it's just looking at that in terms of the generosity of spirit and not doing it from the place of you know, kind of the give and take of this reality. Like I'll give them a good tip and they will be happy, you know, or anything. It's just, it's really for me, generosity of spirit is for me. It's it's an honoring of me in a in a different way. But also we can be generosity of spirit with ourselves. You know, it's not just about external. It's also about our, you nurturing you? Are you caring for you? Are you being kind to you? Uh, Are you choosing what you would like instead of what you've decided you could afford? You know, just a whole different energy. So what energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to be the generosity of spirit you truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic. We destroy and uncreated all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And nurturance of you is being in total gratitude and joy of you. Being present is the gift in your life for you. True generosity of spirit is what you gift to yourself everything that brings up when you start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. You know, because if you're doing true generosity of spirit, like you're really gifting from that place of what's going to create more and what it's actually going to gift you to be, genero- gen- be the generosity of spirit you truly be, it does create such a yummy energy. And, you know, it's interesting because as I'm talking, I'm realizing that when I was putting the tips on the bills, because um, those none of those were in cash. They just all went on the bill that got added to my room um I'm just realizing that I actually wasn't doing that consciously from generosity of spirit. When I went and gifted him the money, that definitely had the energy of generosity of spirit. The other ones were more from the energy of, this is what you do. That's so interesting to have that awareness right now. Um, Wow, and I wonder what it would be like to be aware All the time of where I'm operating. Because really, I mean, it's not wrong to do it that way either. And wouldn't it be cool to be the generosity of spirit that I truly be in every situation? Yeah. (sighs) That's a real, I'm so grateful for that awareness because there was such a difference. And I could perceive it when I gifted him the money and I just you know kind of I guess concluded that it was different because of course even when I was adding it on my bill it wasn't like I was looking him in the eye and uh gifting him the the tip I was actually just writing it on the bill so that was a whole other different energy too hmm interesting how's it get any better than that cool Oh my gosh. Wow. So we have covered the three surprising reasons that you may not have the money that you would like. And and really, you know, if, if there was one that really stuck out more for you, look at what it might take to change it. You know, and of course, my favorite question always if I'm not doing something that I'm aware could create more is what's the value of not? You know, what am I getting out of not, in this case, you know, this last one, what am I getting out of not being the generosity of spirit? Who am I being when I'm not being the generosity of of spirit that I be? You know, the kind of the, I'm gonna say, the typical questions that can change it, because once you get a sense of what those are, who you're being, or the value, or any of that, that's when then there's magic. Because then you actually have the choice to be it. Whereas, I mean, we always have choice, but a lot of times it doesn't feel like we have choice. Yeah, so everything that brings up We Destroy and created It All, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds, and what physical actualization of a phenomenal life, living, body, money flows, Anything else that I haven't mentioned that you truly desire? Are you now capable of generating, creating, actualizing, and receiving? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic we destroy and create it all? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I look forward to talking to you next week.
1: Thank you again for joining us.